Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Hi, I'm Kenneth Danielle, and you are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Hello, everyone. I am Margie Taylor, your host of Taylor PR, Conroe Culture News. We are Facebook Live, Conroe Culture News, FM 104.5, 106.1, live streaming, IRLoneStar.com, and this is also YouTube Live. So today uh, we have two segments. The first segment we have, now I'm all confused, uh, Adriana. Adriana Davis, Executive Director of the Harmony Grace Foundation, and she is accompanied by Constance Borders, who's also advocating for the foundation, and we're going to hear about their walk, run, and gala that's happening June 25th. In the second segment, we will hear from Byron Sanford, who is the mayor-elect of Montgomery. What's going on with the city of Montgomery, and what are his strategies? But first, let's talk about our sponsors. This show is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic. They are located at 3033 West Davis, right by Conroe High School. Everybody knows where that is on 105. And they treat everyone from infants to seniors, weekend athletes to professionals with a focus on natural, holistic healing to relieve pain, but also achieve optimal health. Dr. Stacy Rogers holds certifications in adjusting extremities, clinical nutrition, prenatal, and pediatric care. And if you're not a patient, it's only $25 to go see her and get an appointment. And all that funds goes back to CASA to help kids in CPS custody. Roger Stein Chiropractic. And we also have Team Sinisi Real Estate Group, and they serve the greater Montgomery County with the best way, the best solutions, best source for buying, selling, or investing in real estate. Yes, interest rates are now going back to what they were pre-COVID. So you need to get in on it. You can call 281-507-9777 to get in touch with Team Sinisi because it's an easy name to remember few things going on the rotary club of conroe is hosting their annual pancake supper and that's going to be at honor cafe tomorrow in downtown conroe again honor cafe it's only 25 dollars and it goes back to support their books the i like i like me books which are personalized for first graders they received a lot of these books last week we had the rotary of conroe come on and talk to us about that uh, and it's all personalized to them with their name, their friends, their teacher, and it teaches them to read because it's a book about them. I like me books. So uh, they also are involved in water purification systems for underdeveloped countries and scholarships for high school seniors throughout Montgomery County. So the pancake breakfast, the pancake supper is at Honor Cafe tomorrow. The doors open at $4.30, $25. 
Also happening, the Player Theater Company has their performance of Bright Star at the Owen Theater through Sunday, May 29th. That is Memorial Day weekend. So that is Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. And it's a story of a young soldier just home from the war and a literary editor, Alice Murphy, he connects with while back at home. This is a great show. Memorial Weekend's coming up. Take your family, take your veterans to go see it and get tickets at theowentheater.com. The Heritage Museum has a new postcard display, and this is quite unusual. It's a collection from Emery Howerman, who's collected postcards from Montgomery County and Conroe for the past 10 years. Quite unique. So go on, and display, it's on display with also a Veterans Memorial display at the Heritage Museum of Montgomery County. Tonight, the Montgomery County Choral Society will have their last concert of their 50th year of entertainment at the First Methodist Conroe um, Church. Tickets are only $20 a person, and uh, they're available at the door, and the concert starts at 7 p.m. Again, that's the Montgomery County Choral Society. But what's uh, dear to me is the Montgomery County Veterans Memorial Park will host a Memorial Day observance and dedications for new members on the line on Monday, May 30th at the Veterans Memorial Park. I know y'all have seen it with all the flags at 105 and 45. This is a big deal. I will be participating in this as a board director and uh, someone who just recently lost their son almost uh, just short of four months ago serving in the U.S. Army. Again, that's Monday, May 30th at 11 a.m., and parking will be available across the street at the Conroe Park and Ride under the highway, and anyone with uh, special needs or needing assistance can park there at the Central Library parking lot. Uh, so, and also, let me mention, there's ways to stay cool. The Conroe Water Park is open Saturday and Sundays from 11 to 6. Go check, six, go check it out. Shop downtown, dine at our local restaurants, or go in for a glass of... <laughs> wine or a other tasty beverage at our local venues so we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with our first guest since 2004 roger stein chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of montgomery county and surrounding areas Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question, comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. 
Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at teamsinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. are back with uh, my guest, Adriana Davis, Executive Director of the Harmony Grace Foundation, and she is joined by Constance Porter. She is an advocate for the foundation and will be featured in their gala. More about that in a moment. So Adriana started the Harmony Grace Foundation. Tell me about that, Adriana. I would love to. Thanks so much for having me, Margie. I started the Harmony Grace Foundation back in 2019. Um, after my daughter, my late daughter, Harmony Grace, um, succumbed to her illness. She was born June 23rd, 2018. She stayed in the NICU for seven months, and then she later passed in January 30th, 2019. Seven months. Seven months. And it was very devastating, very traumatic. Of course. And um, just being amongst other NICU moms and to see the different things that we had to go through, I, I thought, why not start the foundation to help support other NICU families? Um, we had to, if we didn't breastfeed in the NICU, we had to fund our own food. That's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, we had to travel two hours from Montgomery, Alabama, to Nashville, Tennessee, to go and see Harmony Grace. How often did you go? If I didn't stay a whole week because I had to go back to, to work, I would go probably every other day. Every other day. So four hours around trip. Mm -hmm. Did you go by yourself? Her father and I went together. We went wow. together. One thing I would say is but that. But that's what you do. That's what we do. You just change mm -hmm. your whole life, and that's, that is your life. It becomes your life. Um, if we did not have anywhere to stay at the facility, um, we would get a hotel room. That's so that's another reason why I started the foundation. If your commute wasn't over an hour and a half, two hours, you weren't guaranteed a room. So I was always guaranteed a room, but I ended up giving my room to one family who traveled 45 minutes so that her father and I can you stay sure? at a hotel. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I don't know that pain, but I know other situations. And that I can't imagine having to do that for seven months mm -hmm. and the expenses and then the devastation. Yes. But it's what you do. It's what you do. I had to. So you started the foundation. Tell me a little bit about what you do in the foundation. So as the founder and executive director, what we do is we support NICU families who are in the NICU currently. And if uh, you're not in the NICU, we still find a way to support. We started out doing... Um, peer-to-peer, -peer, and that's gestational. So, for instance, Harmony was 23 weeks, so I would pair myself with another 23-week parent. Um, we used to have workshops before COVID in the NICU to allow parents to come and talk about different things that they were dealing with because not always you would have support inside of the NICU. So I felt compelled to be their support system while they're going through the same pain that they were going through. We provide uh, gas cars. Uh, we give stipends for those who have lost babies to support with barrier costs. We also support in um, giving them hotels, one night stays at a hotel if they don't get in the Ronald McDonald House. So we support them in that way. You you need support when you you need somebody 
I mean, people can hear you, and but it's not the same as somebody who's going through the same thing. Absolutely. You know, um, so where, so are you doing that now? How are you supporting people right now? I mean, are you in Montgomery County? Are you in Harris County? How are you supporting different families? We just moved here to Texas. We just got in Texas, so we are in Montgomery County. We're trying to branch out to Harris County as well. Um, because of COVID, it's taken us a little bit time to get into inside of the hospitals now. But with the connections that we've made, we've been able to get in a little bit. So we're definitely in the area now. And how do parents find you? They can find me by visiting HarmonyGraceFoundation.org. How do they know about you, though? Uh, we've been putting <laughs> out um, information, social media. Okay. The Harmony Grace uh, Foundation on Facebook, LinkedIn, as well as Instagram. Okay, and I know you, you recently joined the Woodlands Chamber yes. and are getting out that way, which actually, did you, you may not know this, it's the largest member organization in the greater Houston area. So that's a good start to get out your information. So sitting next to you, we have the silent partner over there, Constance, who's actually really not silent. <laughs> and uh, Constance has worked for uh, Wood Forest Bank in the past as an assistant vice president. And you no longer are doing that, but you're still very involved in the community doing a lot of things. This is true. And hi, Margie. It's good to <laughs> see you and be with you again. Um, Volunteer work and supporting uh, nonprofit organizations has been something that's been near and dear to my heart. And I try to partner myself with uh, organizations that, for instance, this one, Harmony Grace, that I can relate to. Uh, because I think if it's something that you believe in, mm -hmm. you will give it your all. You'll drive and be a part of the organization instead of just sitting in a chair. Yes. So... Tell me why it connects with you personally. Well, in the past, I have actually uh, been very supportive of March of Dimes for so many years. I actually started with March of Dimes going around telling my age with the little um, card that you put the dimes in. I remember that. They don't I, do that anymore. No, they don't. They like thousands of dollars, not dimes. <laughs> not dimes. <laughs> not dimes. <laughs> but... Um, I was one of the unfortunate, fortunate ones that uh, experienced losing a child. My husband and I actually lost six children, five miscarriages, and in 1985, which was the longest length of, of pregnancy that I had, I was in my third trimester, mm -hmm. and my daughter, Thelma, was born uh, a preemie. And unfortunately, she did not make it. But one of the things that um, Harmony Grace uh, focuses on is the emotional and mental health that individuals oftentimes it's miss. Hard. And if you don't have a foundation, starting with your home, um, spiritually, that's what helped me you can end up doing things to yourself that you wouldn't ordinarily do. Unhealthy? You, yes. And you definitely need to understand that your loss of that child, I would say 95% of the time had nothing to do with something that you did. It was just the way it was supposed to be. We're not in control of life and death. But over the years, through experiencing that and the silent cries and all, I had that support, 
and I was fortunate, I was blessed. And I'm here today to say, uh, you can get through it, but you need to reach out for help. And it's not just from losing a child that we have to seek help uh, when we're going through trials and tribulations. It's, you don't always know that you need to help, but it helps if you have people around you that can say, I've experienced that, mm -hmm. I know what it's like. I couldn't fight that battle by myself. So I'm here for you because someone else was there for me. Right, it's kind of a pay it forward. So how did you connect with Adriana? Actually, I... Um, did she find you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see that happening. <laughs> By way of uh, my niece, Kadira, uh, they connected on... Uh, through my president, Devin Jenkins. Um, they are both in Milwaukee. And after telling um, Kadira what we were doing, she said, oh, I have an aunt there. Who's who's in the area and does things like that? So I was able to oh, connect wow. with Miss Miss Constance, and it's the connection how has things grown. Always happen oh, yeah. like that. It happens a lot in my <laughs> life. Well, that's great because uh, Constance is a, a strong person mm -hmm. to have on your team supporting you. I know that for a fact because she does. She always comes through. Uh, great integrity as well. And yes, I'm saying that on the radio. <laughs> no. There you I go. Agree. And I have no money to pay you. <laughs> it's all good. It, yeah, I mean, uh, she's walked through my life as well. So let's talk about uh, what you're doing, um, how you're moving forward, and how you're fundraising. So right now, I, I didn't. Are you still doing videos too? Well, we're doing a NICU Moms Connect series, and that is also on YouTube and Facebook, which we will have a live NICU Moms Connect series this Thursday featuring one of our special guests, and she's, she will be able to tell her story on Thursday. Okay, so you can go to that on the Harmony Grace Foundation and see that and just do it in the comfort of your home mm -hmm. and get involved and find that support system. But you're also having a 5K walk and run Saturday, June 25th. This is the third annual. Have you done it here in Houston, Montgomery County, or you've done it that out of state? Um, it has been virtually because of COVID. Virtual, that's right. Oh, yeah, we had this COVID thing. I don't know how I forgot about that. So because of COVID, it's okay. been virtual for the last two years. And this oh, year, wow. we are going to be in person That's doing fabulous. our third annual 5K walk at Tom Green Park this year. Okay. So have you got people signing up? We have people signing up. We Our goal is to get at least 200 people this year to sign up and participate. Um, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So you can walk. So that's something I should walk. So I've done uh, the Meals on Wheels, Miles for Meals, and I actually carried a flag doing that because uh, that's my new thing. Uh, so I would be interested in getting involved with this. So this is going to be at Town Green Park in the Woodland starting at 8 a.m., but people can just show up to register as well at 7? Yes, if they don't do it um, through the website, they can definitely come and register in person. Okay, and you're going to have activities afterwards as well. That's right, the Black Tie Gala. No, but you're going to have some face painting and, oh, and things yes. like that for families for a little bit right there. Yes, we okay. are, <laughs> as well as snow cones for the kids, because I know it's going to be hot. Uh, snow cones, face painting, <laughs> and cornhole. I know, I know. Right? Yeah, June is generally pretty much the same every day. <laughs> oh, my God. 
from now until, <laughs> until January. Se- yeah, September. It's always the same. Then we get like a cold front for an hour, and everybody gets excited, and then it goes back. It's oh, wow. temporary. But so, yes. All right. So June 25th. So you're going to have face painting, ice cream, snow cones. And uh, then you're going to start getting ready for the Black Tie Gala. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. That will be our first Black Tie Gala we'll be hosting this year. And uh, that is $50 per person to attend the gala, which isn't a bad rate, actually. So you must have other sponsors that are helping out with this. Yes? (laughs) Yes. Yes. You want to tell me who those sponsors are? You want to name them? Well, we you have... don't want to, you don't have to. I'm just okay. trying to give you a shout out. Okay, well, we need more sponsors. Too. You need more sponsors. <laughs> okay, so they need to contact you at uh, the Harmony Grace Foundation at gmail.com or they could go to harmonygracefoundation.org and just go down at the tab for the event yes. and they can contact you to be a sponsor because this is a great thing. She's helping uh, parents in the uh, NICU uh ongoing and then you know once you've been a part of that then you can maybe help be a part of it in a bigger way and help other parents so it's a pay it forward kind of deal so tell me about the gala so the gala um we're wanting to do the gala this year because we want to be able to support two families while we're there um at the gala miss constance border is going to be the guest speaker so i'm looking forward to that um, this is our first time, so we want to get our feet wet to see how it goes. And Miss Constance, if you want to add anything, yeah, what are you gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so shy. <laughs> you are. It's I, I'm. My image is the Tina Turner dance. That's all. I have a video of that. <laughs> um, I have uh, no comment. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. She's got moves. <laughs> I forgot you recorded that. Oh yeah, that's what um, I do. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I'm I'm hopeful and I'm prayerful that people will understand that this is, first of all, it's not a fly-by-night organization. And the uh, support that uh, you lend to this organization will allow them to to help others that are in need. Uh, It's a traumatic time for the uh, parents and and the loved ones that that are there. You just kind of feel their pain. if you have any feelings at all. But um, it's something that needs to be explored more, I think, in terms of the needs for emotional, spiritual, and um, counseling. To help people with their general well-being. A lot of people don't think that they need counseling. But you would be amazed at the difference that it makes if you don't have the support system like I mentioned earlier that I had. I I had a strong foundation. And trust me, even with that, it was extremely difficult. I mean, you just keep going on and on and on year after year after year thinking that this is going to be the one, this is going to be the one. And, you know, right into the third trimester uh, of the five miscarriages was when we lost that's our, awful yeah and awful. that that uh fifth pregnancy which is the one for my daughter uh, you think this is it this is it and it doesn't happen and it's devastating you know and i i tell people all the time about the silent cries you know they're not just crying at night you know with 
so that your spouse doesn't hear you is that crying inside your heart, that, that pain that you can't explain unless you're talking with someone that has walked in your shoes. That's exactly right. It is very true. People can hug you and support you, but they don't really know what you're going through and what you're living with daily in your heart forever. And the thing that bothered me uh, a great deal was the insensitivity of people. They are. I'm feeling that. Get over it. And they don't (laughs) don't always know what they're saying. And you don't know how a person needs to grieve. Yes. It's not your call. It's not your place. You know, if you can't say or do anything to help them, just go somewhere and say a prayer. You compound the pain by making comments. I know exactly what you're saying um, because uh, people have uh, pulled away from my life that I thought were close and they've pulled away. I've seen that in the last few months and more as time goes on that they were there at first Mm -hmm. and then they've moved on or they don't talk to me. Or they don't. They don't want to bring it about. No, they don't want that. Mm -hmm. Um, Even family members Mm -hmm. won't talk about it because it's like the elephant in the room, and they go, "Well, I'm like, even saying something wrong is better than saying nothing." That's right. It is right Mm -hmm. because it happened. Yes, Mm -hmm. and it was real. It's very real. Mm -hmm. So um, I I do hear what you're saying. This sounds like a great. Uh, organization for people to be involved in because everybody knows somebody that has gone through this and uh, they need support and unfortunately sometimes money is part of that support to keep it going and to help others Mm -hmm. so can you tell me some of the things you do with uh, the funds that you get Um, as I mentioned that we give them give uh, gas cards depending Mm -hmm. on how far they're traveling if they are not getting a room at Ronald McDonald or Children's Hospital, we try to put them in a hotel. Mm-hmm. We definitely help with um, barrier costs if they are needing support in that area. Um, we fund them in that way. And then we also try to talk to social workers as well to see uh, what family needs it the most. And we allow the social worker to decide where those funds can be used. So these are all tangible things, and I had you repeat it just so people understand that it takes a lot of time. You went seven months to the hospital. Everybody knows how crazy it is if you go to the medical center in Houston just to even find parking, parking. Um, for anybody, whether you're going to MD Anderson or one of the other Methodist hospitals. It doesn't matter which hospital you're going to. They're all right there, but it all costs for parking, and then you want to stay with your loved one or whatever the case is. So this is a brand new, this is a baby. Yeah. You know, this is the most um, life-changing things a couple can go through. Mm -hmm. And when you have to keep going back there and hoping and praying and you just want to spend time with that baby, but you can't because you can't afford it. You can't afford to stay in a hotel. You can't afford to eat. And sometimes you don't eat Mm -hmm. because you're just... Your emotions are you're just, just gone in there. You just want to spend as much yeah. time as you can, even if it's only for a little bit of time, and it takes over your life. It does. So, again, if I may mention, it cost us uh, three million dollars at the end of everything. It was three million, and um, being that whenever you have a preemie baby, you can always get insurance, so that makes it even harder. So they don't give you insurance. Because it's a pre-existing mm-hmm. condition. That's it. So it makes it harder. So one, 
if I would have brought Harmony home, it would have been very difficult when it comes to insuring her. But, um, yeah, it cost us a lot. So I know what that is. What it, I know what it looks like. And you have like. no choice. You she have has no to choice. stay there. She has to stay there. I mean. Being hopeful that one day I can bring a car seat in to do the car seat test to take her home. But that didn't happen. And you just leave. And, and you that's leave. And that's it. Horrible. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Well, I'm very sorry about this. So, uh, again, this is on June 25th with the walk, run, 5K, is this competitive or no competitive? <laughs> no competitive. I mean, I'm just no wondering. Competitive. <laughs> for anybody who's asking. No competitive. So just go out there, enjoy Joy, yourself, yeah. time mm-hmm. yourself, mm-hmm. use your watch, get mm-hmm. out there. Worthwhile uh, Give back to the Harmony Grace Foundation. And again, it's the HarmonyGraceFoundation.org that has all the information. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. No TikTok, right? No TikTok. <laughs> I got to tell you, TikTok is crazy. It is up there. Oh, my goodness. It's up there. So, uh, anything else you want to add, either one of you guys? I would just like to um, invite everyone, uh, even if you're not able to attend either of the, the uh, events, please go online and, and make a um, donation for any this cause. Amount. Any amount will be uh, appreciated, and it will go to... Uh, support those families that are in need. Montgomery County, uh, I know that you have a heart. I've worked with you before uh, for a number of uh, walks and runs, and uh, I know that you can help make this organization a success in uh, Texas, and especially in the Montgomery Harris County. uh, Let's raise awareness. Yes. Let's raise awareness. It's us today, but it could be someone very close to you tomorrow. And we want to be able to be there for them. I see we, Harmony Grace, want to be there for them to provide those those needs. Yes. Just to echo what Ms. Constance has said, we we definitely are looking for the support. Um, Any dollar amount would count. We definitely want to support these NICU families. Ms. Margie, I want to thank you so much for having me and Ms. Constance today. I'm truly grateful for the opportunity, and I just want to say thank you again. Of course. Thanks, ladies. Thank Thank you. you. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at teamsinisi.com. 
That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- Six four seven three seven seven six. Does volunteering at a nonprofit horse sanctuary sound wonderful? Or are you a veteran or a veteran spouse and think trying a peer group session through a local Horses and Heroes equine program might be worth trying? Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary, located in Grand Central Park by appointment only, is home to a growing number of rescued and donated horses. Visit our website at henryshomehorsesanctuary.org or check out our Facebook at Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary for more information. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Hello, uh, this is Margie Taylor, and we are back at the second segment of our show today, Conroe Culture News on May 16th from downtown Conroe, Lone Star Community Radio. So also thank you again to Rogerstein Chiropractic and Team Sinisi for their sponsorship. So now I am sitting down with Byron Sanford. He is the mayor-elect of Montgomery, and I'm sure he's quite excited about that after the election a little, over a week ago, a week and change. And you have been sitting on uh, the council, right? Yes, yes, for one year. So just, for just one year? Just That's one all? year. I had to do it two years in a row campaigning. Wow. Okay. So, so do you have relief now that the election is over? Absolutely. In <laughs> fact, all signs have been destroyed and, and put away. Okay. And you I didn't save them for another oh, another no, day, another I, time, I or did any a of that? redo on last year's. I just yeah. printed a label. Well, that's what you do. It costs a lot of money. Yeah. yeah, there is a lot of money, no doubt. So, Mayor-elect. So, when do you get sworn in? On the 24th. On the 24th. That's exciting. Is that at a city council? At the city council. Okay, so now that you're head honcho, do you do you keep things the same? Do you listen? Do you change? Tell me what. Uh, certainly, there'll be what's changes. going on. There'll be changes, but I've, I've been on record very clear as to how I do things. I'm I'm a very personal touch type of person, and when there's conflict, I go to the conflict uh, as best I can and get an understanding from both sides of the issue. Uh, I've been on record as saying we have some internal difficulties, so we're going to straighten those out, and I've already had meetings to do that. Um, so we're going to hit the ground running and doing what needed to be done for the past year uh, to keep us out of what I would call political paralysis, uh, doing things the wrong way. Uh, if we do things the right way for the right reasons, um, things will work out better for the taxpayers, of which I am one. And I don't like the political games that are part of politics, but it doesn't have to dominate our decision-making. So I'm a data-driven decision-maker. I want to see the data, and I want to start doing things that way instead of gut feelings and emotions and emotional turmoil that can sometimes shape the way 
an organization works, or in our case, doesn't work. And so we were not working together towards the you same You weren't cause. working exactly. in the past. So uh, what is your relationship with the present mayor? Uh, she's a good friend. Uh, she showed up in my neighborhood after Bill Clevenger did. Uh, and I told Bill the same thing I told Sarah. I have to research things, and I did. And uh, over time, I, she spent five hours, five hours, five hours walking my <laughs> uh, neighborhood. She's and a driven so I gal. Said, I, I said, you know, at least I need to give her her, her version of things as well. Uh, because when you investigate things, and that's part of the reason I want to, you know, speak here, uh, you have to investigate. You can't go on rumors. You can't go on, you know, you got to find out motives. You, you need to find get out knowledge. Yeah. And, and, and it's even more so in our culture today misinformation disinformation we have to do a good job of sorting through things as i did i felt like she was operating the best interest of the constituents all constituents and she she was a promoter of truth and people have their different ways of viewing that and that's fine but i did my homework i didn't go based on what somebody said or newspaper articles or anything else and over time uh, she's far different than i you probably noticed she has blonde hair. I know <laughs> she her. Has, She's a friend of mine. She has an endless <laughs> amount of energy. I right? don't. Uh, but I work efficiently. Uh, and, and, and she had an ambition that I will never have. Uh, I don't want to go any higher than mayor. And uh, it is perplexing. Uh, the scenario is different than what I'm used to in school business because uh, my official title is CEO and uh, in charge of all operations, but we, we get paid nothing. And that shocks people. Uh, the council's not paid. We're not paid. And I've been on record, and I'm not changing. And that was part of my mantra. I don't change until the data tells me to change. I don't take anybody's money. I don't owe anything to anybody. And I think that makes me ideal as a mayor. And I encourage voters to do that in the future. Make sure you're, you're apprised of the motives, why somebody wants to do what they want to do. And this was not on my bucket list. So why did you do it? Why did you run for mayor? Because people asked me. I was in Sour Lake for 22 years. Okay. In the last two to three years, they started asking me, just people out of the blue. Now, I was serving as a pastor at the time, uh, but I was also a football coach, teacher of some of these people who were coming back after I had worked with them and said, Coach, why don't you run for mayor? Well, when you get here and you meet somebody like Sarah who says, would you consider? And I said, well, I'll pray about it, think about it. Next thing you know, I'm running for that. And uh, so God directs your path in that way. You may sure. have your plans, uh, but he directs your path. And so I'm a servant leader. That's what I do. That's one of my gifts is to lead. And um, I was also one who was major league impacted by 2020, uh, not just COVID, but the election. The election was horrific to me. People ask me who's going to get in is Trump going to have the votes? And I said, y'all be ready. I think he's about to be railroaded out. I feel like the election was a farce. Uh, I still do. I'm not conspiracy-wise. I'm just simply saying there were too many people who had their hands all over it. And that led to contribute to my willingness to say, you know what? I can't change Washington. Can't even change the county. But my little old town, just like my little old town of Sour Lake, means something to me. And I don't want it to fall into the hands of people who don't really love the town and don't have the best interest in the town. And so that inspired me to run to begin with. And then lo and behold, you, you get in and you see. You see what you see, you hear what you hear. And, and I'm on public as saying, you don't make decisions because of personalities, because you like somebody or don't like this somebody. You make decisions based on what are your ordinances, 
what are your zoning practices? What do you have in order? Have those things been updated? And they have not. And when you're used to doing things, kind of like uh, one of my favorite shows is Mayberry RD, oh, Barney and all that. I love those shows, right? Well, Barn, you know, and Barn would come back and say, Andy, you got to nip it in the bud type stuff, right? I love those shows because it's small town. Well, we're small, but we're huge, and we're getting growth in exponential You have ways. awareness. And They've people want to come. In people want to come to our little town. One thing and another, or Discord, or the police department, or what's happening in the schools. Exactly. There's, there's awareness. Exactly, and and it is. It has been confusing. Everybody with Montgomery on the bottom of their envelope thinks they're in Montgomery City, and they're not. And we have a very peculiar uh, ETJ around right. us, and the zoning. It, mm-hmm. The zoning is just uh, we go 200 feet west of Lone Star, and we go to Pizza Shack, and we stop. And that's basically it. And people go, oh, well, I didn't, you didn't know. You didn't know. And, and, that, and that's my deal, too, is I, I feel like I owe the, the, the people who voted me in. I had 183 people say yes. And, uh, that's low turnout, don't you think? It, but it was better than the council by far. It was 300-something mm. as opposed to 200-something in council. Uh, that typically will be higher in an election year for president, mm-hmm. as was 2020. Right. Right. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's a concern. 18 to 25 percent is about what you get to vote. Uh, but you knock on as many doors and you get active on Facebook and you try to get the word out. Please vote one way or another. Um, but anyway, that that that's part of the confusion because people think they represent the best interests of Montgomery. And then they, you know, well, we're not going to come. Well, that's OK. Somebody's going to come. I guarantee you we don't have a problem with somebody coming. So we hear the concerns, but we have to govern our city. In fact, we're obligated to govern our city with smart ordinance practices, okay? Uh, I've met with legal team two hours in Houston. I've met with people. I've got people already working, okay? And we intend to... So you're on the job. I'm already on the job. I hit the ground running. Mm -hmm. And and honestly, I'm not doing too much more than what I did. I'm, I'm an ambassador for the city. I see the positive things. I repost them on on Facebook. I get out and I meet and greet people as much as I can. Are you involved in the chamber? Yes, I stay involved in the chamber. Mm-hmm. I'm a member of that chamber. Mend some uh, ribbon cuttings. Mm-hmm. I'm going to another one next week, I think. Uh, I think that's Little Caesars, just outside our jurisdiction, but certainly, you know, real close. So. So you're out in the community and people know you and they know the, they can yeah, it, it took communicate a while. with you mm-hmm. and so forth. And I know uh, having been part of that uh, forum, which was a first for me, but that went pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I like the format of it. Uh, there's a concern for keeping things small but yet bringing in tourism. Absolutely. And that is a balancing act. There's no doubt about it. And number one thing is when corporate wants to come, they're going to come. Uh, but my thing is, when corporate comes and they have those tax abatements, let's don't take the first offer. There's a reason they bought that land. They intend to build. They didn't make that, you know, so hold don't the Don't make it easy bit. necessarily yeah, for them. Yeah, make, make them earn some of that. Now, with mm-hmm. that respect, our little mom and pop, my heart's in the right place, and I'm beckoning for whatever tax incentives we can give to developers and owners to give to their people who are trying to do business because our rent is high. That's the first thing I get from a lot of people. You know, we want to bring business into our downtown. We want to bring businesses to a lot of the peripheral downtown that's not necessarily corporate right. land. Uh, but, my goodness, we're going to need some help because uh, we've got uh, one place downtown paying $2,500 for rent. And uh, that's a lot of coffee to sell. 
especially when you have two Starbucks down the street and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, but I, my main thing is, is I, and this information, I ran big on this and I'll stay with this. Check my record, please. And that was the thing in the election. We had three people with a common, with common work. All you had to do is check. I'm the one that wants you to check. And so I let that soak in for people, and I believe that it did. We have to follow proper decorum, and we even voted for that. But we, if, if we don't set the example for business owners and others who are, are having some issues with code enforcement and things that we told the management, yeah, if we get a code enforcement person, we expect it to be followed. Do we not have that problem nationally? Immigration laws have always been there. Mm-hmm. Trump came in and said, let's just follow it. The people who came before him that call him what they call him said, we have an immigration problem. And, and so it is what it is. So we have ordinances and we have code, especially, that's been around for years. The problem is, are you willing to enforce those Yes, codes? it's the enforcement. So these are, right. these are growing pains naturally, but right. I want the people to understand we need to have codes because if we don't, it's going to get away from us. You have to have us. guidelines. And, and uh, reasonable. And mm-hmm. that's the balancing act that we try to do. Let's be reasonable. Don't turn away people uh, with too, uh, too much code restrictions and stuff. Um, and make sure your ordinances are friendly. And that's what I intended to do in the fall, <laughs> is just simply pass the Montgomery-wide uh, vending ordinance. Um, and if we had done mm-hmm. that, that would have started the process, but it got circumvented. So talk to me about, you wanted to talk about faith and, and leadership and how faith gets involved in leadership and politics and all that well it disturbs me when i when i hear brothers and sisters in christ uh, say exactly what an ohio i believe he's a senator said back in 2020 um i check my faith at the door when it comes to politics and i'm like dude what what part of the bible are you reading we're supposed to be salt and light in our society uh the abortion thing is is a prime example of that that was never constitutional way back but it stirs emotional things. That's a tough issue there mm-hmm. um, uh, for us to get on board with. But, but the main thing is, is that, you know, treat people the right way with grace. And what I found in politics is it's, it's called situational or seasonal grace. It's not amazing grace. And so we get in our mind, well, you're in politics now. You're going for the big bucks. We still need to treat people with kindness. How, how about we do get to the others. issues? Do right. unto others. Yeah. How about we stick to the issues too? Right, right. And get off the personal attacks. And 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 I was a huge Trump fan, not in his behavior, not in his speech, but in his policies for a while. And then he got kind of funky, but I, I think that was just politics uh, in itself. Um, well, he's but, not always a likable guy. Yeah, when he called out Ted Cruz for something that happened to his wife on a highway or something like that, I'm like, man. And, and other but things that he said. But that's what people do. And that's what people they, they do. They hard blows. And, and it's, um, it's... Which it's, isn't the issue. It's personal. It's personal. And a lot of times our local politics does that too, quite a bit. And you know, Sadly, and in Republican land, we beat each other up to a pulp. Yes, and then, they're all divided. Yeah. Um, they're not one force. Right. And it's because they get personal and they don't stick to the issues. Right. And I, even uh, Morgan Luttrell... Uh, you know, when they went to a billboard campaign and tied him to somebody who didn't like Trump. And then I just, I didn't hear the whole thing, but I went on YouTube, I think, and found where he went to the, uh, he was obviously distraught. I mean, you know, he was like, and, and what were his words? I'm actually a practicing Christian. 
and I and I saw two pastors beat up uh, like that, and I'm beating each other up too. And I I sent a message to one of them privately, and I said, brother, you know, I feel like you held it well, but hang in there type stuff. And then I look at my situation as a pastor. I'm not changing anything for a pastor. God called me to be a pastor. Whether I have a church right now or not is beside the point. Right now he has me in this world doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And so the life-changing message of grace, grace through faith, not by work so that no one would boast, we have an opportunity to, to, to show the light of Jesus Christ, that we truly should be able to love one another. But if we would just, as, as the saying goes, use your ears twice as much. you got two ears and one mouth. And I'm preaching to myself there. My wife is having to teach me that after 42 years, you know, <laughs> uh, trying to learn to listen to the wisdom through her. Her wisdom has really exponentially grown for me now that I've got a little bit more aware how God works. And so God can speak through the just and the unjust. Uh, he has spoken through pagan kings and uh, Cyrus and, and the story of how delivering his people from annihilation. He used Ezra at another time when somebody wanted to annihilate his people for such a time as this. Well, that, one, that was Esther. For such a time as this, God has placed you here. And I think that's the case here. I have a neighbor who the day after uh, I won, he said, how in the world did you get to be a council member and then a mayor and you've been here three years. I said, Frank, let me correct you. In July 1st, I'll be here two years. <laughs> I fervently prayed for God to direct this path in the manner that actually happened. And it did. And so sometimes God intervenes and puts us here in a place where we never saw ourselves to be because I was so depressed after what they did to Trump, that I, for three weeks, said I will never run for, I, I, I won't even vote. If this is how voting is going to go, I, I, it got to me. Four weeks later, I'm talking to Sarah, and I'm, I'm hearing a little bit of her frustration of some things. And so, again, personality-wise, we're completely different. Um, we express our faith in different ways. And politics meant a whole lot more to her than it does to me. Uh, like I say, I, I don't want to go. I think that I'm she perfectly was way suited. out there. Yes, oh, I'm perfectly suited for mayor, and um, I think I can be a good ambassador, get people to the table, and speak reasonable about what is in the best interest of our little town. And I, I've already enjoyed doing it. Uh, like I say, I hit the ground running. I uh, had already done th some things, and because if I lost, I was going to keep my seat. So I truly had nothing to lose. Um, it was going to be tough they, if They don't didn't make go. you give it up when you run an election? Well, unless you're up for election. Okay. okay. And my opponent was. She's on even years. I'm on odd years type right. things. So and she would have given up hers right. to run. And I she gotcha. had to. Yes. Okay. And so that's what allowed the two seats to come open. Hmm. So okay. anyway, but, I, you know, I, I have been on record uh, since summer. When I talk to management and I hear management say, well, we're going to do this, 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 and this, but then we're going to have to wait for an election year. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And they weren't. So we've got work to do there. Just the, my philosophy, they know it, but that's the thing about me. You're going to know what I'm thinking, okay? Because I'm, I'm going to tell you I'm going to tell you what I think about management because I have a mid-management degree, and I understand that, that in my business, the school business, 
you've got a superintendent you answer to, but you don't answer to that board, not directly. Here in this situation, I've had to get used to the idea that city council can speak to, in this case, a campus representative, such as a manager, directly. That throws a political dynamic in mm -hmm. that I've had to learn on the run, uh, and it's been a tough way to learn because we, we the staff, the council, the mayor, and the, and the management have to be in lockstep. And that's why I asked for, and, and it was just echoing what Sarah had already done, let me see the five and the 10 and the 15-year plan. Let me use the long range to determine what we do in the short run. Because if we don't, if we don't follow the long range plan, and that's where that revitalization plan came mm -hmm. to fruition, so people who came before me had already started that and spent thousands of dollars on it, we don't have to do everything in that plan. But, oh, my word, why aren't we saturating that? Because that is a town I'd like to do business in. See, that's my thing. As an ambassador, I want people to see the big plan and mm -hmm. the big picture. Mm -hmm. But I don't want people forcing themselves into that picture. And uh, I've tried to characterize it as the, the tail wagging the dog. Okay, cities have a right and obligation uh, to, to update ordinances and must use a zoning effectively. And if we don't use zoning effectively, our town gets away from us. And that very thing you said about protect our small town mm -hmm. is inherently right there in that historic district. And that has mm -hmm. been the bugaboo that's, that's created all the turmoil. Concerned about. Yeah. Well, what about when uh, big companies, corporations, or whatever coming in um, somehow? making them be engaged in the community or giving back to the community in some respect, too. Um, that is something that they somewhat do through scholarships and things. Possibly, or they do uh, local my... nonprofits or whatever it is so that they have a buy-in to the community. That's a good and point. we only have a couple of minutes left. But, uh, you know, that's been tossed around. I've heard that before in the Conroe area. My church has a partnership. I'm a member of First Montgomery, and we have a partnership with Walmart and Kroger. And so there's food that comes in. There's mm -hmm. food that goes out as part of that ministry. That's the only move that I'm aware of as far as corporate buy-in other than scholarships. Well, I mean, because if it weren't for the people in that community, they wouldn't get any business. Absolutely. So how are they getting? I mean, That's I believe in that. That's I give back because these are the people that help me grow my business. So mm -hmm. you need to contribute in whatever way you can. Certainly. Product or service right. to that community that stimulates your business. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So what are, what are your parting words here? <laughs> uh, just uh, listen to one another. Uh, the Facebook and the media is not the gospel. The gospel is the gospel. And discernment does not come easy. If we uh, stay in the Word of God and the Word of God dwells in us, we'll be sensible and reasonable. And we'll know that there are people who do not have the best interest of other people. That, that's the discernment that we have to have. And so if we believe the first thing we read or hear, well, no wonder. Get educated. We're, yeah, get educated. So, Byron, where can they find uh, what you're talking about? Can they go on the MontgomeryTexas.gov site or where? Uh, MontgomeryTexas.gov. Uh, stay in touch with Facebook. We put our waterworks out. We put our police Is department out. Is it the Historic out. Montgomery, Texas Facebook? Yes, Historic Montgomery. A lot of that communication comes through there, and so <laughs> thank you for that. Okay, very good. Well, thank you for sharing, and uh, we look forward to seeing how the city of Montgomery will change with the new mayor. Thank you.